Hare Krishna everyone, we are continuing to read the teachings of Lord Kapila, the book by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada, Chapter 11, The Symptoms of a Sadhu, Text 22, Purport, Continuing. Presently we are attached to material enjoyment, and Krishna even gives us a chance to gratify our senses. He lets us enjoy ourselves to the fullest extent, because we have come to this material world to enjoy sense gratification. However, this is called Maya, illusion. It is not really enjoyment, but simply struggle. When one realizes that he is simply struggling life after life, that there is actually no real enjoyment in the material world, one becomes a devotee of Krishna. That realization requires knowledge, and that knowledge can be acquired by association with a sadhu, a devotee. Freedom from this struggle with material existence is further explained by Lord Kapila in the next verse. Text 23 Madashrayah katham rishtah Shrinvanti katayanti cha Tapanti vividhastapa Naitan madgata chetasaha Translation Engaged constantly in chanting and hearing about me, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The sadhus do not suffer from material miseries because they are always filled with thoughts, thoughts of my pastimes and activities. Purport There are multifarious miseries in material existence. Those pertaining to the body and mind, those imposed by other living entities, and those imposed by natural disturbances. But a sadhu is not disturbed by such miserable conditions because his mind is always filled with Krishna consciousness, and thus he does not like to talk about anything but the activities of the Lord. Maharaja Ambarisha did not speak of anything but the pastimes of the Lord. Vachamsi Vaikuntha Gunanu Varnate Agunanu Varnane he engaged his words only in glorification of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Ordinary conditioned souls, being forgetful of the activities of the Lord, are always full of anxieties and material tribulations. On the other hand, since devotees always engage in the topics of the Lord, they are forgetful of the miseries of material existence. This is just so beautiful. I find these like important, important 
statements like this is one of the most important ones you know and so simple and so important if we are forgetful of the activities of the Lord we are full of anxieties and material tribulations and if we always engage in the topics of the Lord we're completely forgetful of the miseries of material existence Jai okay thus they differ from other living entities who are simply suffering there is no one in the world materially engaged who can boldly say I am not suffering I challenge anyone to say that everyone in the material world is suffering in some way or another if not why are so many drugs being advertised on the television they are always advertising tranquilizers and painkillers mm -hmm. and in america and in other western countries they are so advanced that there are dozens of tablets for various pains therefore there must be some suffering actually anyone who has a material body has to accept suffering there are three types of suffering in the material world adhyatmika adhibautika and adhidaivika adhyatmika refers to the body and mind today i have a headache or some pain in my back or my mind is not very quiet these are sufferings called adhyatmika there are other forms of suffering called adhibautika which are sufferings imposed by other living entities apart from this there are sufferings called adhidaivika over which we have no control whatsoever these are caused by the demigods or acts of nature and include famine pestilence flood excessive heat or excessive cold earthquakes fire and so on nonetheless we are thinking that we are very happy within this material world although in addition to these threefold miseries there is also birth old age disease and death so where is our happiness because we are under the spell of maya we are thinking that our position is very secure we're thinking let us enjoy life but what kind of enjoyment is this obviously we have to tolerate suffering one of the characteristics of a sadhu is tolerance everyone is tolerant to a degree but a sadhu's tolerance and an ordinary man's tolerance are different this is because a sadhu knows that he is not the body according to a bengali vaishnava song Dehasmriti nahiyara samsara bandhana kahatara. If we properly 
understand that we are not the body, although we may suffer. We will not feel the suffering as acutely. For instance, if one thinks this is my car, my car, and is very attached to it, he suffers more than he suffers more when it is wrecked than a person who thinks it can be repaired or I can leave it. It is a question of mental absorption. Because he is more like an animal, a materialist suffers more. The devotee, on the other hand, takes Krishna's advice in Bhagavad Gita 2.14. Matras parshastu kaunteya shitoshna sukha dukhadaha agama paino nityas tamstitikshasvabharata Quote O son of Kunti, the non-permanent appearance of happiness and distress and their disappearance in due course are like the appearance and disappearance of winter and summer seasons. They arise from sense perception, O sign of Bharata, and one must learn to tolerate them without being disturbed. Mm-hmm. Unquote. In summer we suffer, and in winter we suffer. In the summer fire brings suffering, and in the winter the same fire is pleasing. Similarly, in the winter water is suffering, but in the summer it is pleasing. The water and the fire are the same. But sometimes they're pleasing, sometimes they're not. This is due to the touch of the skin. Skin. We all have some skin disease, which is the body. And therefore we are suffering. Because we have become such rascals, we are thinking, I am this body. According to the Ayurvedic system, Ayurvedic system, the body is composed of three material elements kapha, pitta, and vayu. The more we are in the bodily conception, the more we suffer. Hmm. Presently, so many isms are being developed according to the bodily conception nationalism. Communism, socialism, communalism, and so on. In Calcutta, during the 1947 Hindu Muslim riots, there was more suffering because everyone was thinking, I am a Hindu or I am a Muslim. But if one is advanced in Krishna consciousness, he will not fight according to such conceptions. A Krishna conscious person knows that he is neither Hindu nor Muslim, but the eternal servant of Krishna. Because people are being educated to become more bodily conscious, body conscious, their suffering, sufferings 
are increasing. If we reduce the bodily conception, suffering will also be reduced. Those who are Krishna conscious, who are always thinking of Krishna within their minds and within their hearts, are not suffering as much because they know that whatever they might suffer is due to Krishna's desire. Therefore, they welcome suffering. For instance, when Krishna was leaving, Queen Kunti said, My dear Krishna, when we were in a dangerous situation, you were always present as our friend and advisor. Now we are well situated in our kingdom. And now you are leaving for Dvaraka. This is not good. It is better that we again suffer so that we can always remember you. Unquote. Thus, thus the devotee sometimes welcomes suffering as an opportunity to remember Krishna constantly. When a devotee suffers, he thinks, hmm, this is due to my past misdeeds. Actually, I should be suffering a great deal, but due to Krishna's grace, I am suffering just a little. After all, suffering and enjoyment are in the mind. Unquote. In this way, a devotee is not greatly affected by suffering. And this is the difference between a devotee and a non-devotee. Prahlad Maharaj, a five-year-old boy, had to undergo a great deal of suffering at the hands of his father, his own father, who was torturing him for being a devotee. The boy was trampled by elephants, thrown from a mountain, placed in burning oil, and thrown into a snake pit. Yet he was silent during the whole ordeal. Similarly, Haridas Thakur, a Mohammedan by birth, was a very great devotee and was always chanting Hare Krishna. And that was his only fault. However, the Muslim Kazi called him forth and said, You are a Mohammedan, born in a great Mohammedan family, yet you are chanting this Hindu Hare Krishna mantra. What is this? Haridas Thakur mildly replied. What do you think he replied? We're going to read about this tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please check out our website, shravanamdiaries.com and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.